Hey you guys, it is me, your sister friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on perspective. In other words, just because you live through something doesn't mean it triumphs over the other person's feelings to be validated. So enough being said, let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called This Too Shall Pass. Again, today's episode is called This Too Shall Pass. So let's get into it. Some of us are constantly told by peers, family, friends, or whatever you name it, that the circumstances we feel in our life are just temporary. So our outlook should be more positive. For example, you tell someone you're ready to be in a relationship, then they tell you not to rush it because you're not missing nothing. You may tell somebody that your money may not be hitting as it should, and then they be like, well, at least you have money. And then your track record of building relationships and friendships and all that has been going south. And then on top of that, you may be feeling depressed and you know that go-to phrase when when you're depressed and they be like, oh, just shake it off, just shake it off. Or any other experiences you go through. The first point of advice that people tend to give you is, it's going to be okay and not to ponder on it. Then sometimes they may go beyond that and start quoting Bible scriptures. There is nothing wrong with quoting Bible scriptures because I have said on here time and time again to speak God's word into existence. However, if you're going to quote the scripture to motivate somebody in their time of hardship, we must not forget to not bulldoze over someone's feelings either. Do not bulldoze over their feelings. Do not feel like, oh, I got to say what I need to say and this is going to make them feel better and you're not willing to listen to them. There has been times in our lives and even you may be still experiencing this currently in your life where you just wake up feeling dreadful. You just feel dreadful, like you're so tired and overwhelmed, like there is a frustration of waking up to start your day all over again. Because honestly speaking, your days for the past month, your days for the past year, your days for the past week haven't been going the best. And we try to be transparent with our loved ones because they can somewhat see our frustration. They can somewhat see the troubles and the things that's tugging at our hearts because, you know, people always say, well, if you need an ear, I'm here. If you ever want to talk, you know, da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, fine. I'll tell you what I'm going through. I'll tell you my struggles. I'll tell you just a portion. Not, I won't lay everything on you, but I'll tell you a portion of it. And as you are speaking to them, the same time, the same person that said they are here to listen, they don't consider the emotions that we are presenting to them. Like, yes, you have endured this before in some shape or form. Yes, you got through it. But back then, when you were in the same shoes as me, you did not want to hear through the pain, hurt, despair, frustration, or sadness, how it's irrelevant and how we should just get over it. I believe in not wallowing in self-pity. I honestly, truthfully believe that like you can only be the victim for so long. So don't wallow in it. But to evolve as people, to evolve as a person, we have to go through 
our emotions. We must acknowledge it for what it is and understand that it's okay to feel like this and not beat ourselves up over the fact that we are not peppy and cheery all through life because that would just be fake. Okay. You cannot tell me you just peppy and cheery 24 seven, something, some way, somehow your emotions will shift and it is okay to not be okay. And sometimes the best advice you can give someone is nothing. Lydia, what do you mean by that? So I don't give advice. This is what I mean. Just having someone intentionally listen to your concerns, validate your feelings and tell them that you are here for them can go a long way versus telling someone that it won't be like this always. Like, yes, I know this pain, hurt and sadness. I'm feeling this temporary right now. I just want to be consoled. I know this won't be like this always, but I just need an outlet, right? So fun fact about me, because y'all know I give y'all a story time almost every podcast in some shape or form. Um, I struggle with depression tremendously, like on a scale of one to 10, it was tremendously. And y'all can connect the dots and nothing no one could say or do in my life would remove me out of my depression. Like, <laughs> It ain't going that way. Yes, I know I had people who love me and care about me. We hear this all the time. You have kids that love you. Your family loves you and da, 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 da. But what does that have to do with me if I'm not happy? I can be surrounded by so many people, but if I don't have any enjoyment within myself, how does that help me? It cannot. I have to remove the film from my eyes. And I remember one day I was in my room in the corner, sitting in the dark, balled up, no music, no nothing. And my mom just walked up in the room. She didn't say anything other than she asked if she could hug me. And if anyone knows me, your girl is not a hugger. I'm not a hugger. I'm trying to like get out of that and hug a little bit more. But low key, I'm still not a hugger. I just want that to be known. But anyways, when she asked me, because she hugged me, I was like, sure. And at that moment when she hugged me, I felt a peaceful spirit rest on me. Like God himself came from heaven to earth just to hug me. And I just started bawling my eyes out. I cried. I didn't even know I had that much water in my body. Yes, I know our body is filled with water, but in that moment, I did not know I was like, I could just cry like that, cry that much. And I was bawling my eyes out, but it wasn't like, it was like silent tears. Like I was silently crying and my mom just kept hugging me. She didn't ask me any questions. She just gave me my moment. She, you know, usually when you cry, you're like, what's wrong? It was nothing. She just came in the room. She was like, can I hug you? And I was like, sure. And the next thing you know, I'm bawling like a baby. And after I stopped crying, she let me go. She told me that she loved me and she left the room. Like that was it. And in that moment of my silence after she left the room, 
every like something shifted in me. Some I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what it was, but I felt like God restored life back into me. Like I felt like I was alive again. Now, I'm not saying I was never depressed since that day because <laughs> life happens. We all have our moments, but to be in such a deep spiral as that one, no. And I'm thankful that it will never happen again prayerfully. And I just don't need another person to tell me that it's going to be okay and it'll pass because we all know that. We all know it. You don't you don't have to state the obvious for people to already know the obvious. Like sometimes, yes, but the main scope of the conversation, I want people to understand that not validating someone's emotions does more damage than good. If you intentionally don't care about the conversation, it's better to just say it because you don't want to rush and just throw anything to someone to give them advice just to get them out of your face because you don't know that conversation, that quick one, two, three, whatever you want to call it, impacts their life because anytime we interact with someone, we leave an imprint on them. And maybe that moment in their life, they probably needed that. And you took it away from them. And I know we are not certified specialists and there's only so much you can do for someone. Yes, I strongly tell people to like, go seek help, go seek you know, counsel and everything else. But also when someone approaches you in a moment of vulnerability, compassion and love is the desire of most when they approach you. All they looking for is compassion and love. They don't need nobody to beat them up and tell them how sucky their life is or whatever the case in there may be. They know all the negative aspects about their life. They get that. They just need you to show them compassion and love because your story may not be the same journey because we all experience different things, different struggles, different circumstances, different factors in our lives that will not link up to the next person 100%. And the things that you have done that have worked for you and brought you out of your current situation may not work for the next person. And that is fine. And we have to understand that too. Like, well, I don't understand why that doesn't work for you because it worked for me. If it don't work for that person, it don't work for them. You know, we try to be encouraging. We try to be compassionate. We, we try, we try, we try. But we need to make sure that as we are trying, the point that we are trying to get across is being received. And what you are trying to get across is that you hear them. You acknowledge them where they are. Not this is an easy solution. This is what you got to do and, and you'll be fine. Like, no, like I hear you. I know you're tired. I know you're drained. I know you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I know, I know, I know I hear you. I'm not going to give you a one, two, three fortune cookie revelation because that's not what you need. You need somebody to say, I hear you. I hear you and I see you. 
And if someone approaches you and they don't know what to say, you say, okay, well, just talk. Because sometimes talking helps you to connect the dots and you can meet a middle ground. Or sometimes the person may not want to talk about it. Okay, that's fine. You can console them. You don't have to always force somebody to speak. And for the person that is going through, another idea is you can go somewhere or do something that brings you pure happiness. Life sometimes can get the best of us. (laughs) Like life sometimes can get the best of us. Okay, it can overwhelm us. It can break us down to the point where everything seems pointless. But do not let it stop you. Um, I want to bring in another story time in this. Um, And I remember one day I woke up and my heart was so heavy, y'all. I kid you not. I woke up crying, boo-hoo crying. And I was talking to my mom and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to heaven or hell. And it wasn't because I was living crazy. Like, I just didn't know. I wasn't for sure. I thought that was the reason why I was crying. Um, I just couldn't start crying. My heart was heavy. I was like, is God like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. And um, I text my um, my grandma, the one that was on the podcast with me, I texted her and I was like, I just need some prayer because I don't know why I woke up crying so, so much. And my heart was just heavy. And I was talking to God in the car and I was like, God, I don't know if I was displeasing to you. I don't know. Like, I don't know why I'm crying. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I started pleading with God, like, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I don't know. Just forgive me. I don't know what I don't know. Like, I, y'all, I did not know. And, um, This was like during Hurricane Irma, I want to say. It was some type of hurricane that was hitting um, Jacksonville. I remember that. And it was nobody in the store, um, really. And it was this elderly woman. And I could tell something was bothering her because she she just kept huffing and puffing while I was ringing her out. And it just tugged on my spirit to ask her. She basically broke down and said she's going through a lot. Uh, And she was like, in her family, a lot of people just been killing themselves, like the suicide, like just family members and stuff like all her life. That's all she knows. Somebody in her family just was depressed and or something happened and they just killed themselves. And she was like, it's getting hard for her. There's nobody else around her and it's just her and she don't know what else to do. And she tried this church thing, but she don't like the churches um, cause she just moved to Jacksonville and the church that she went to, she didn't really like, and like all this other stuff. And when she was talking to me, y'all, that was my moment. I was like, it don't mean that's why my heart was so heavy. And, you know, I was just talking to her, um, telling her, you know, about God and stuff, but mainly the overall thing was I was listening to her. And, you know, she said everything she needed to say. I directed her to like a couple of churches that I thought she would like. And um, yeah, and I asked, could I pray for her? And she was like, she was ecstatic, y'all. Like she wanted to be prayed over. She was like, thank you so much and stuff like that. And I prayed over her. And I kid you not, once I finished praying, she stopped crying and my heart was just like at ease. Like the the feeling that I was having, the anxiety, the anxious, the confusion and all that. Like after I prayed 
for her, my heart was at peace. I'm telling y'all that story time to say this. Sometimes people can be going through and the best advice, like I said earlier, is nothing. Yes, I told her about churches. Yes, I told her about God and everything else. But the majority of that conversation, she spoke. She was talking and I was just listening to what she was going through and how she was feeling. And, and you know, even she said, like, I don't even see the purpose of me living anymore because there's no <laughs> there's nobody else here. And I was just like, no, don't no. No, no, we're going to speak life onto you now. We're speaking life in you now. We cannot let the decisions of people in our life stop us. And it can bring us to a place of deep hurt, deep, 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 deep hurt. But we can't let it stop us from moving. You know, people always say, well, so-and-so was living they wouldn't want you to do that. Sometimes, true, but you don't know because they're not here to tell you. So I say, God don't want you to do that because he loves you. He cares about you. And even in my darkest of darkest of moments when I was going through depression, y'all, I knew God still loved me. I knew God still cared about me, but that was my reality. I was in a dark place in that part of my life. And I just, it was, that was it. <laughs> God saw greater in me. So ironically, yes, this too shall pass. Yes, we know this will pass. We all know it will pass. But we also need to understand that it's okay to let it all out too. Just because you know something is temporary, just just because you know something isn't forever, you don't have to keep holding your head up and say, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like the scene from Friends when Ross was like, I don't know why my voice sounds so pitchy, but I'm fine. Like, I'm fine, I'm fine. You're not fine. And it's okay to not be fine. Lydia isn't always 120 million percent all the time. I, I, y'all, I get weary. I get tired. And we have to understand that it's okay to not be okay. If you need to yell, yell. If you need to scream, scream. If you need to break something, go to a rec room. Don't destroy nothing in your house. There's rec rooms in the state of Florida, wherever you at. Search your nearest one to where you can break stuff or whatever. Go there, break something. Just do what you need to do. So you can see that light at the end of the tunnel because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes the method, the biggest weapon that you have to help you is just talking to God. Our heads can get clouded by just so many opinions of what people want us to do, what they expect us to do on top of the opinions that we have in our personal heads of what we think we should do and X, Y, Z and all that, right? But we don't leave space for God. When do we give God that space? Sometimes for me, if I'm being honest with y'all, my moment of peace is shutting everything out. Put my phone on. Do not disturb. Not not looking at no TV. Not nothing. Like I'm shutting 
everything down and I'm giving God my heart. I'm giving God my feelings. I'm giving God my emotions. I'm giving God everything that I have because I don't have nothing else to give. And I ask him, how can I stop feeling this way? What can I do to get out of this situation, God? Because I'm tired. I'm drained. I don't know what else to do. Am, am I the reason why I'm going through this? And God, if it, if I am not the reason, help whatever it is to move out the way. Because God, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't keep waking up every day feeling drained. I can't keep waking up every day feeling like I'm stretched in. I can't keep waking up every day trying to be positive. And yes, I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but God, I don't see no light. I see stress. I see heartache. I see pain. I see struggle. God, I don't see no light. And I try to motivate myself because that's what I should do. I don't want to wallow in misery because misery loves company. But God, I'm tired. And when God speaks to us, when God gives us that advice, we may not always like it because we are in our most vulnerable state. And we just want God to say, it's done, my child. God never said we would never experience heartache. He never said that we would never experience pain. We would never, ever, ever, ever experience anything like our life would be so fantastic, wonderful, la da la da dee la di da 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 He never said that. He said he will be with us. He will keep us. He will protect us. He will make sure that we will not land in the hands of the enemy. But sometimes life happens and in those most vulnerable moments where we are seeking advice from God and we may not like it. We have to understand that that is what we need. We ask God for something and he gives you the answer, but that's not what you want to hear. Listen, if I'm going through something and I don't have nothing else to give, regardless if I don't want to hear it or not. I'm going to do it because I'm like, okay, God, well, you know all, let me go ahead and try. And yes, sometimes I can be stubborn, y'all. We all can be stubborn. But when you are at your lowest of lows, is it really going to hurt to give God a try? I don't think so. So don't beat yourself up because you had a bad hour, a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, bad year. <laughs> Whatever, don't beat yourself up because none of that is going well. If we continue to trust in God and allow him to be the center of our lives, not anything else, not idolizing anything else, not putting our relationship first, not putting our children first, not putting things first, not putting whatever first really God is the pinpoint everything else will trickle down the way it needs to trickle down but if we start idolizing things if we start to put things in front of Christ we will be distracted we will be easily persuaded to walk out of God's anointing and he's trying to keep us in it because he is our father He's our father. He sees the tears that we sow. He sees the work that we do. He sees the heartache that we are enduring or past tense, what you have endured. He sees every step that we are making. So let him father you. Don't put nothing in front of him because he wants to help you. He wants to help 
us. God does not want us to suffer. If he wanted us to suffer, he would have never put Jesus on that cross and Jesus would have never accepted the assignment. We deserve a chance. We deserve to be loved. We deserve to be fought for. We deserve the blessings. We deserve, we deserve, we deserve. So get out your way and let God carry the burdens for you. You don't have to carry nothing else. You don't have to feel so heavy anymore. You don't you don't have to feel that way. Let God carry all that for you. You want to know why? Because this too shall pass. But give yourself that time to go through the emotions. I'm going to say this and then we're going to sign off. When my grandmother passed away, and honestly a couple of people in my life, but mainly we're, we're talking about my grandmother. I never really allowed myself to grieve her passing. And I remember one day, y'all, just something. I don't even, I don't know. I saw something on social media, something about grandparents. And I just boohoo cried. And I was like, you know, because I never really grieved it. I never really, I was like, okay, she she's gone. She's gone. Like, I was just in shock the entire time. I was really in shock, to be honest with you. I was in shock that she's gone. And then when I finally hit my peak of grieving, it it was a lot for me because all my emotions that have been suppressed for so long just finally just flowed out of me. The same goes with our emotions. We cannot suppress our emotions. If we are feeling some type of way, it's okay. Let it out. Give yourself that time to heal. And let God carry your burdens because he is your father and he doesn't want us to suffer. That's why he fights so hard for us to know that he loves us. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops because we post weekly over here until further notice. But in the meantime, between time, your girl is on the podcast every week. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel called Lydia's Chronicles by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box so you don't have to worry about any of that, okay? If no one has told you this today, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.